So uh, we just got done with an amazing interview <clears throat> with Ed Milet and Nick Wojcik on making the impossible possible. Tay, uh, I know this is one of your favorite things to talk about too. So uh, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Yeah, that was uh, so good. I've only listened to him a couple of times and it was, man, just very humbling. Uh, I love the comment that Ed uh, the compliment that Ed paid him, he said, you know, there's some people who say inspiring things and then there's some people who are just inspiring. And he just has this humble spirit about him that, you know, I can just listen to him all day because I don't feel like he's uh, preaching at me. I feel like he's having a conversation with me uh, to share his story in a way that, you know, it isn't him. Like like he said, it isn't that I'm comparing my story to be any worse than yours, uh, but I can relate and I can just help you uh, get through this. So uh, the first thing that he said that really stuck out to me, he said, shift and reframe your attitude. And uh, I think that's important. I think that's the first thing you should do. Uh, when you wake up in the morning, that's what we've said it before. Like when you wake up, you should, you know, say something that you're grateful for because that uh, kind of puts your attitude and your mindset uh, in a, a grateful state. And I just think about the, um, the book that I had to get off the shelf. Uh, Chad recommended it before. And it's the Jim Rohn book, The Five Major Pieces to Life Puzzle. And that's one of the things he talks about uh, is when your attitude is right, your attitude is going to determine uh, the actions that you take. Uh, so it's going to determine your activity. So for me, uh, when you shift your mindset and you get your attitude in the right place, it's going to allow you to take the, ne the necessary actions uh, towards the things that you ultimately want and not just really uh, sit around and, and not uh, be grateful for the things that you've done. And then just the second thing he talked about, uh, ask bigger questions. Uh, and I love this because I think the, uh, the crisis that we're in right now, I think so many people focus on the circumstances uh, and that's rightfully a, a good way to do it. But for us being in the in industry that we're in, just uh, the freedom that AWorks has gave us, uh, I think it allows us to kind of put things in perspective and understand like we don't have to worry about how we're going to pay our next bill. We get to think like what could a double diamond check do for someone who don't have a job to go back to? Uh, so for me, and I think Carrie got into this uh, thing before, and she started, uh, she gave her a story before, and she was like, I had to start asking myself different questions. I had to stop trying to figure out, you know, what can I do to make this happen? What can I do to do this? And start thinking, like, I've already did it before. Like, what can I allow God to do? Like, what, what do he want me to do in this next season? So I think for some people, they're so focused on, like, how am I going to pay this next bill or this next thing? I think you have to take your mindset of how not, you know, how am I going to pay this next bill to like, what could a double diamond check do for me? Like, what could a, a double diamond check allow me to do to give back to somebody else? Uh, so I think you have to just shift your uh, perspective in that. And just the, the, the third thing he said, and it kind of goes along with that. He said, even when you don't uh, get a miracle, be one. He said, be grateful for what you have and you will have more. And for me, I think uh, about that. And I think it's amazing. And I think um, another thing I want to say on that is, uh, Whatever you don't have, just go out and, like you said, go out and be a reflection of that thing. Uh, we've talked about it before. Chad has said it before, but I don't recommend you doing this now. He said whenever you're feeling uh, depressed, whenever you're just feeling down, like go into a hospital room and look around, and you will see people who are in worse circumstances than you are, and they kind of put things in perspective. And uh, for Carrie, it was just – I keep using my wife as an example because we've been having a lot of conversations. Uh, but just her talking to her dad. Her dad drives trucks, and he's still having to drive – and, he's, and her dad told her, like, he was driving, and this one guy who, he, he, he was a truck driver as well, but his company shut down, and the guy asked his, her dad, like, are you guys hired? 
And I think her hearing that perspective from somebody who's actually lost a job and looking for a job made her appreciate what we have at It Works a lot more. And it made her want to go and share the opportunity that we have a lot more. So I think sometimes you just have to come and just put things in perspective and understand that, that you know, there's people who need what we have. And sometimes it takes her hearing a story like this for uh, her to go out and just share even more or just kind of put a, an emotional attachment uh, emotional uh, attachment to it and just let her know like there's people really struggling and what we do have can be life changing for people. Uh, and so the, uh, the fourth thing that I want to share and the last thing, and I love this because I think we, uh, it's so easy to get caught up in this. Uh, he said, don't get stuck in a routine, do things differently. And I love that. And I love the fact that uh, we have a company who don't get stuck in a routine. They are constantly uh, being innovative. They're constantly trying to be ahead of the market and just really uh, pushing us to step outside of our comfort zone. Uh, just whether it's social media, whether it's products or whatever the case may be, they just continue to be innovative and understanding like not everything is going to work, but you have to understand, like you said, failure is not final. You have to make those course corrections. You have to make those adjustments as you do so. You're learning or you're understanding that you're learning and you're gaining momentum and you're just uh, really pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone in a way that's going to stretch you. It's going to cause you to grow. And it's also going to uh, it's also going to let your people know that, you know, you're not just sitting back and relying on what you've accomplished in the past. The goals and the dreams that you set out, you're still setting out to do those things and it may take you doing it uh, in a different way. So uh, I definitely want to go and just listen to more of his speeches, man, because he just has this humbling spirit just kind of draws you in. And his story is just uh, remarkable, man. And I think if we can just kind of get more, get around people uh, more like him and like I said, like I, I forgot you didn't have any limbs. For me, I was just so caught up in his voice and just like his presence, like just filled me up so much so that it just gets, it gave me a hope in a new way to where like it's not about the circumstances, it's what you're made of on the inside. And he talked about the three things that, you know, that I rely on is my principles and my values. And he talked about faith, faith, family and hope. And I was like, man, that is what you want to live by. You want to have those uh, those values and those principles set so that, you know, when you are speaking to people, you aren't speaking on opinions, you aren't speaking on anything. You're speaking on the values that, and the foundation that you have built up and you won't waver from that. And I think if you speak about that, those people who have those same values will be attracted to you. Those same people who want what you have will be attracted to you because they see it in you and they see you being an example of it. So uh, that's what I had today. And just thank you for sharing this, Joe and Chad, and just... Uh, Thank you guys for doing this, man, because I've, like I said, I've listened to him before and it was more so from a, a motivational aspect and not really getting to know his story. Uh, so I think just by me just hearing his story at a deeper level just to make me appreciate what he's accomplished so much more and just seeing his his humility and his willingness to grow, to step outside his comfort zone still and be like, I can, can deliver and, you know, be more of a service to people by just starting a simple podcast. So I just think just us seeing that aspect from him as well, it's like you have to always uh, be willing to step outside your comfort zone and just do more than what you've done before and don't rely on uh, your achievements of the past. So uh, thank you guys for sharing this. Thanks, Tay, that was awesome. For some reason, my mute wasn't changing. Chad's unmuted, so Chad's ready to go. <laughs> Man, the first time I'm just I'm a processor, so sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I could have like 30 minutes just to sit here and then talk. But because I always think of these great things after when I'm going back to my notes. But the first thing I'm thinking of is this guy we just listened to has no arms and no legs. So if I put my myself into his life and start thinking about that, thinking about growing up and and how easy it could have been just to say, I've got these limits. I'm going to count on everyone else around me. 
you know, and, and I can't, I can't do this. I can't do that. It would have been so easy for his mind his whole life to talk about all the things he can't do. And then he tells us today that he types 52 words a minute with like two toes, right? He's done sports. He's a father. He's married. He has four children. I mean, this guy has done what, if we're being honest, most of us, me too, if we saw this child be born, we would say he's probably never going to do this and he's never going to do that and he's never going to do that and he's never going to do that, right? And so to his first point, we are our own biggest bully. We're the ones that say what we can't do. And so many people listen to this right now, you've probably already checked off, ah, I won't do that. But I hope if you get nothing else from today that you realize that as humans, that we can literally accomplish anything. I mean, we just heard from a guy with a mind and a heart and everything we have minus the arms and legs, which are kind of important and helpful, right? And he's been able to accomplish all that. So we have to understand that if we're saying no and we're saying can't, that's our own insecurities. It's our own self-esteem. Imagine the personal development journey that Nick had to go through to get from where he was to where he is now, where he is a world-renowned speaker speaking to eight and a half million people. So if nothing else, that should give us hope that we can, a year from now, five years from now, look in the mirror and just see ourselves and, and understand ourselves as a completely, entirely different human being. Like, it's a process, but it's worth it. And so that was my first point. Um, have to be thankful for what we have instead of being upset by what we don't have. That is just that attitude of gratitude, waking up every single morning. You know, he said, uh, at, your attitude equals your, your altitude, right? And I think that's so important because you can take two people that have the same obstacles, the same limitations in one, wakes up with intention to grow and change and, and move forward. And the other person can wake up and just say, ah, I just have to get through the day instead of get from the day, right? It's just two different mindsets. Get from the day or get through the day. Um, I liked, he, he mentioned faucets turning off. And it made me think of how faucets, you know, when, if faucets are gonna turn off, how can they turn on? And how can we position ourselves? I was at this uh, church one time and this guy talked about positioning ourselves under the blessing spouts. So what does that mean, positioning ourselves under the blessing spouts? It means doing what we know we can do, learning, continuing to learn, and positioning ourselves in, in what some friends of mine called the slipstream. You know, the slipstream is just being ready and being prepared and being available. So when the blessing spout turns on, you already were expecting the blessing spouts to turn on. It's like waking up in the morning and saying, God, what miracles do you have for me today? It's that expect expectation is invitation. So waking up, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for this. Lord, what, what, what miracles do you have for me today? And you're looking through life for the miracles. You're looking through life for the blessings. You're looking, and, and we find what we're looking for, right? We can be looking for the blessings or we can be looking for the depression. It's all there for us to find. It's just what were we tuned into, which means we're tuned out of something else. So that's the turn on the faucets piece. Um, Get advice from people who are where you want to go. I mean, that's, that's great. When we buy into someone's opinions, we buy into their lifestyle. So we have to be very, very careful who has our ear and who we're becoming by listening to them and being around them. That's so, we have to take inventory of that and ask ourselves, are we okay with who I am when I'm around this person? Who I'm becoming when I'm around this person? Because what's so cool is we can go out and meet people. We can go out and meet people who, who make our lives, who add value to our lives. Who, who are exciting and, and build us up. We can, we can be intentional about surrounding ourselves with that kind of uh, situation. 
And if you put your happiness in temporary things, then happiness will be temporary. Oh my gosh. How many of us, I, I, I remember I was at this church in the past was talking about how, uh, you know, he wanted a boat, he wanted a boat, he wanted a boat when he was a younger man, you know, nothing wrong with wanting a boat, but he went and got the boat. And he's like, ah, I got the boat. And then he's driving home and he sees someone drive the, down the other lane with the bigger boat. He's like, oh, I want the boat, I want the boat, I want the boat. <laughs> I want the next boat, right? It's those, those temporary things that sometimes we, we, we get too focused on. Like I wanted to be a full-time musician. I wanted to sing you know, in the nineties and I started doing it. And it was, it was just, it was so flimsy. It was, it was so temporary. It wasn't joy. There was a big difference between happiness and joy. And so there's that. And then I think the, the last thing that I'll share is um, when he talked about having a resilient approach to adversity, this is very, very intentional. You know, I think a lot of people say, say that's a problem and they run from it. If we look at problems and we just substitute the word problem with challenge, then the question becomes, am I up for the challenge? And we're up for the challenge and we get good at navigating through adversity. We get good at navigating through challenges. We become problem solvers. We become the kind of person where everyone else around us is going, oh, big problem, big problem, big problem. We're like, let's solve the problem, let's solve the problem, let's solve the problem. It's just a mindset thing of running away from a challenge or running away from a problem and embracing it and saying, I know this challenge is going to make me stronger. And he said, genius is when you're upset, obsessed with impossible. When you look at impossible, you become fearless. Adversity is a challenge and makes us stronger. The stronger we get, the more we lean into adversity because we understand that failure is the fertilizer of success. So we, we embrace it. We lean towards it instead of running from it, which is our first and natural inclination is to run from painful things instead of lean into painful things. So I, I just know this, this guy, man, I just know when I, when I think, oh, I don't know if I can do that. I just, I just have to picture him, think of him. And I go, man, I can, I know I can do that. Incredible, Chad. Uh, I, I love how you and Tay always have like points to make when, when we do the summaries and then mine's just like a run on sentence. <laughs> oh, so I'm just going to uh, run on sentence for what my thoughts were. And I, I loved shifting and repositioning your perspectives to overcome obstacles and adversities. Um, you know, it, it's how you're, how you're looking at things kind of determines the course of action that you take. And when you're coming, and like he said, he goes, obstacles and adversities are going to come. It's how are you going to respond to them that makes all the difference? You know, when you get knocked down, the difference is, are you getting back up or are you staying down? So th those are some pretty deep things he was going in just in that first statement. Uh, I love when he's talking about the things that he, he was going through with, with growing up without arms and legs because of the fact that, you know, kids don't pull any punches because they don't have a filter. So they would ask him questions and questions and questions. And, you know, there'd be groups of kids that would make fun of him. And he said, you know, your self-esteem is tied to the people that you are around. So he chose to find the right people to hang around to build himself up. And, and you know, he talked about, most people don't focus on the right things. They focus on the things that they can't control versus focusing on the things that they can do. Uh, I, I, 
I got, I'm going to start this one double time because I, I love this one. Uh, double star. Entrepreneurs almost always lose all of their money at least once. <laughs> I never thought about it until he said it that way. I was like, wow, no, let's, let's think about all the, all the people that even Ed Milet has interviewed that have gone through and lost it all once and got back up again. Guys, in this current economic crisis, this worldwide pandemic, there are a lot of people, entrepreneurs, or even not entrepreneurs, that are going to lose all of their money. This is one of the things that is so important to share what you currently have as an opportunity to help them. Uh, I know for you guys that hear my and Steph's story over and over again, like a, a broken record, it was one of those things that we've already gone through. So we know that there's hope on the other side. And like Stephanie says constantly, if somebody would have just told us sooner, we could have avoided losing all of our money at least once. Think about that. Right now, this stimulus that's coming out from the government is a great handout. But what happens when they go through that? We need to give that hand up to people and give them the opportunity to add an extra three to $500 a month that they greatly need to keep them from losing their house, losing their apartment, you know, having a car repossessed having to stand in food lines. You are their connection to that faucet that Chad was talking about. Right now, they may not have a faucet. You're a plumber. You're going to help them. Page number two of my run-on sentence. Chad has said this, like I'm guessing probably at least 10 or 15 times. The attitude is altitude. I love the fact that he has a course for children called attitude is altitude. I think we all need to message him and be like, hey, could you, could you make an adult version of that? Or maybe we should just read the, the children's version of it because it'll be so easy and simple to understand. Uh, I, I think this is something that every, everybody needs to hear. And you know, attitude is something that you have to do daily. It's not something that you set it and forget it and keep going and you're like, yeah, my attitude's awesome every single day. No, your attitude is re reflected by the things that happen during your day. But the attitude in which you do things is a choice. So like he was saying, adversity is going to come to you. It's not a matter of if, but when. The important part is the attitude that you handle and respond to that is what's going to cause your altitude, whether you're going to soar up or whether you're gonna fall and plummet. Redefining impossible. If I'm going through this just so that I can use it to help just one person, it is worth it. I mean, if that's not a life mission statement, that, I, that that's just mind-blowing. I love that. Chad already talked about if you put your happiness in temporary things, your happiness will be temporary. I feel like Chad could write a full book on happiness. I don't know, maybe. Finding happy sounds good. Uh, I, I love I the explanation of entrepreneurship versus entrepreneurship. 
entrepreneurship was going and doing your nine to five. Entrepreneurship is not for everybody, but it's inside of everybody because everybody has this innate ability to want to create something. You know, that's why when we're kids, we build forts, we build uh, for us guys. I'm pretty sure a bunch of girls did too, but jumps for our bikes. I mean, there, it, your, your innate ability is to, to want to create, create something. Um, a closed door doesn't mean it won't open again. It just means it's not going to be open right now. Uh, when he was explaining the entrepreneurship journey, he put it in uh, a correct order. He said, number one, most important thing, faith, family, friends in that order. And then the second behind that is going after your goals and dreams. And that it should always encompass faith, family, and friends. had a really good one. I'm just trying to find it. And I think Tay spoke to it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, when you don't get the miracle for yourself, that doesn't mean that you can't go out and be the miracle for somebody else. When he was talking about how, how to reverse, you know, some of the the depression and, and the, the beating yourself down and the hopelessness is to always take a moment, be grateful for what you have, you know, focus on, on the things that you can be grateful for and that will start a transition. But to really, really just destroy that is to go out and focus on helping somebody because that in turn, like he said, subconsciously changes your outlook on where you are because you can go out and help somebody that just adds that much more value to how you feel about yourself. You know, we talk about it quite a bit when we first got into this business, obviously it's all about us. You're probably starting this business because you need the money. You need money like oxygen, which is exactly how we were. We needed it to live. We were drowning. And then you get the money and you can breathe. And then you can get some more money. And the first thing that almost everybody does is they get the things because that's the exciting, you get the things. But then there turns into the mission portion of it, which is you want to help so many people because you see that there's people that are hurting out there. There's people that are struggling out there and that you have a direct way to impact and change their lives. Guys, I'm telling you, if you tap into that today, if your goal today is just to go out and reach and help one person, you're going to have the best day ever. And it's going to trickle over into tomorrow and it's going to trickle over into the weekend and then trickle into next week. So guys, that's my challenge for you guys today. Take what you've heard today, go out and impact somebody else's life with it. Teach it, share it, and watch what unfolds because of what you're doing. Guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again next week. Go out and make it an awesome week.